right, welcome again to another episode of Relative Reaction. I, as always, am your host, Travis. I am Mama Brian. And we are, as always, excited to have yep, you yep, here. Yep. I am... I, I mean, I'm always excited for the podcast. I am very but much. This week, for some reason, I am like extra excited. Like I'm itching. It wasn't even like back when I had to leave for a week and you know everything was off track. So we recorded early and didn't record, and I was really excited then because I felt like I had been missing it. But for some reason, this week, I just I'm I'm really ready for the podcast. To be honest, I have a very lame schedule because I'm retired and I stay at home. But when something coincides with the day of the podcast, I'm like, no, sorry, it's, it's it can't be done. Yeah, right. <laughs> Even when, it, this is funny because we went to dinner with my niece, and for some reason in my head I was thinking, that's the night of the podcast. We're going to have to have this dinner early and over with quick yeah. before your dad's like, to be lunch or it's a different day. Yeah, be, before your dad said, um... Honey, that's tomorrow you do the podcast. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Okay, we can go, we can go, we can go. We can go, then dinner's good. (laughs) (laughs) This is episode number 20 we're on now. Dun, dun, dun. I think that's awesome. Yes, it is. I, oh, yes. Excited about it. 20 is the number of moves required to solve a Rubik's Cube in the worst case scenario. Oh. So no matter where it's at, and you could technically solve it within 20 moves, which I thought was super interesting. It's the sum of a score and the number of sectors a dartboard has. Huh. It's the maximum field of horses in the Kentucky Derby. And also, it was formerly the age majority in Japan. So, 1020, oh. or what's your location, as truckers would say. Wow. I didn't know any of those facts. Not a one of them. Usually, I know one or maybe you didn't two. You know the score? I thought you I would didn't. know the sum of a score is 20. I did not know that. That was the only one that I was like... I. I know she's going to know this one. I try to get at least a couple stumpers in there. This, that was the only one that I'm like, ah, they're probably going to know. I didn't know not a single one of them. Oh, wow. good. I, I feel like I have succeeded in my number 20 introductions. <laughs> uh, speaking of introductions, make sure you go to our Facebook page. And introduce yourself. <laughs> exactly. Give us the 1020. Where are you listening from? Yeah. But... Welcome. Go find us on Facebook, Relative Reaction. You can search Late us up. We are there. Radio. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter the same way. I do post those links in the description. I also post sure our email do. in case you want to email us an article or mm-hmm. if you want to do something privately. You're, you can message us on Facebook or give us the email. That's relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. They're all out there, and we really yep. do do absolutely love hearing from you. Yes, and thank you, Larry, for posting your opinion about the, um, now I forget, I had just read it too. I'm old. Oh, yeah. Give me a break. Oh, I mean, we know, that, <laughs> that's the old and the new type thing. <laughs> I even responded to it. That's how you know I read it. It's true. <laughs> I'm old. Nobody will ever know if I get Alzheimer's. They'll be like, what? No, that's just brilliant. The episode was Taste Like Potpourri, if you oh, yeah, didn't yeah. get to listen to it. Make sure you go back and listen to it. We have them all up in anywhere you find your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry did put, he said, I believe the Halloween parent talking about the kid who, or the gentleman who dressed his kid as Hitler and he dressed as a Nazi mm-hmm. officer, if you remember that from last week. I uh, said that the Halloween parent knew exactly who he was doing. My guess is he did it just to incite reaction from liberals in his neighborhood. 
yeah. while it did do this i can't believe someone would actually stoop this low to accomplish a reaction i agree so he thinks that the guy completely it, w- it wasn't as like he made it sound mm-hmm. like oh i didn't mean it. i was just trying to do a historical figure he i was trying to teach my that, kid history yes he put the thing is he knew exactly oh he, hell he literally yeah. just wanted to rile people up mm-hmm. and he accomplished this reaction type thing and Agreed. you put on there amazingly well that it goes back to the old ad just no such thing as bad publicity just right. trying to get a, a stir out of people mm-hmm. which is a shame i mean it's just it is a shame why I the hell you need a stir like that for that i have no idea right uh so how was your week anyway I had a wonderful weekend. I was in Michigan last week for just a couple days. Uh, yes. Went to dinner with my niece. Did some pre-Christmas shopping. So I had a pretty good doggone week weekend. Nice. Yeah. I was back to my normal work schedule, which felt amazing. <laughs> I felt so energized this week at work compared to the last. <laughs> and like just being back on my normal schedule, knowing like, okay, cool, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, my my team Georgia, the Bulldogs won the SEC East title, so they'll be in the I SEC championship. I did see that. Yeah, that made me happy. Uh, did you hear about the World Series trophy getting bent during the parade <laughs> in Boston? Someone threw was throwing beer cans. Which first of all, that's alcohol abuse. I I do not condone that at all. But they actually bent the World Series trophy. They hit it. Hit it from like I guess a parking garage where they were throwing them from. You Bostonites the are a special breed. Right, and then I found. Well, I didn't find. I can't take the credit for it. My wife found this article <laughs> and shared it to me, and then I started reading into it as well. Mm-hmm. The most interesting thing in the world that, if you are listening to this, take a second. Unless you're driving, don't close your eyes. Just <laughs> close your eyes and try to picture two things. See if you can picture an apple in just in a room spinning, and then try to picture like your mother. Just try to picture your mom or your dad or someone like that. Most people can picture that in their mind. There is a small percentage, 1% to 3% of people that can't do that. They physically cannot. It's called mind blindness. And they can't picture anything in their mind like that. Which, my wife is actually one of those. I really didn't know that was a thing. Nor did I. It's like the complete opposite of a photo memory, wouldn't it be? Yeah, you have people with like a photograph memory. Yeah. Which is almost her sister, which is also kind of crazy. Their sister's so opposite. Like, her sister <laughs> can visualize very well. Like, as early as, like, two years old, her sister can visualize, like, oh, I remember, you know, being in the car seat and you were here. And, like, I like remember that. events by what I wore. Well, and that's most most people can have something like it, or at least can visualize. Like I said, something as simple as, like, I couldn't imagine not, like, if you're not around and someone talks about you, I could picture you in my head. Like, I have a right. a perfect picture of you. Not a description, not that, oh, I know she has blonde hair, I know she's five. I can have a picture of you. Right. So it, like, blew my mind that I never knew this. And what's funny is, until she read this article, she didn't realize that that was a thing either. She but just the thought, opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I just assumed it was only, like, super creative people that could, like, imagine things, and that's why some people are just so great in being an artist and stuff like that and i just thought oh, i'm not really that creative when it comes to that so maybe that's why i and then her sister brought up a good point because then we started messaging her to see if she was the same yeah. or what and she's like she texted me and she's like i can't imagine what it's like for her to read a book 
And then I was that like blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, she's an avid reader too. She reads all the time. And I looked at her and said, how do you read? She's like, oh, words. I'm like, but but it's a movie to me. Every time yes. I read a book, I make it right. a movie. I do too. So I have just, characters and all. Yes. Yes, I picture what they look like. Mm-hmm. I picture what the scene is like. Yes. So it's just it was the weirdest thing, and I highly suggest if you have time. To, to go look that up. It, there's a couple articles out there through different science. It's networks. interesting. It was Very. just fascinating. I cannot tell you how much time I lost this week delving into different articles and that just because it fascinated me so much. I would start reading their article and then read this study and then read this people. It just it blew my mind. I could not imagine that there's people out there like that and then that vice versa that not only is my wife one of them, so someone very close to me. Right. Some would say the closest to me. Yeah. <laughs> but then she was like, yeah, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't realize that was a such an abnormality that yeah. people just picture things in their mind. I'm like, well, yeah, that's, that's what you do. And she's never known anything but right? that, though. And it's so, just, I don't know, it just, it literally baffled me so much. It's kind of like that. if somebody's colorblind, you think, how can they not see colors? And they're like, what's the big deal? Exactly. Yes, <laughs> that is a very good explanation for that. So, like I said, if you ever find yourself bored this week, I would highly suggest just looking at that because it was oh, yeah. extremely fascinating to read. And if all you're the one of the small percentage, like my daughter-in-law, know. let us know. Yeah, I want to know if there's more listeners out there that are in the same same predicament. And if you even realize that you were in that predicament, yeah. it was a thing. <laughs> Didn't even <laughs> realize it was a predicament. She read the article and she found it by accident. Uh, right. She reads news like I do and she just happened to stumble across the article and started reading into it. It was just, interesting know, it was stuff. Fascinating, fascinating I like it. Thing. Oh, uh, I mean, it. not too much else went on this week. It was a pretty quiet week, which I'm yeah. so okay with. <laughs> quiet weeks anymore, like my heaven. So, <laughs> but I mean, like I said, Georgia won, so that that made me happy. My Penguins are doing absolutely horrendous these last four games. And mm-hmm. so oh yeah. But. Whatever, you know, we're going to move past that. (laughs) I know I'm getting excited this week. Uh, I'm actually going with my father to go see Impractical Jokers. Oh, God, I love them. To go see their live tour because he loves them. you got to shout out to Q for me. That's my favorite. So if you see Q, just say, my mom loves you. Yes. No, I uh, I went to go. I bought him these tickets back in July for his birthday. That was me and my wife's gift to him was... Uh, I can't remember what else we got. We got him something from Impractical Jokers, like a shirt or something, something along like, with the yeah. tickets to it. So, like, you know, it was like a little set. And the show wasn't for a while, but we knew they were coming. We knew yeah. we didn't know when they would come again. And he loves them. And we knew he loved them, so we're like, it's okay. It's a couple months out, but it's going to be worth it because he's going to love it. I got him two tickets thinking he would take his brother, who also loves them, or someone like that. And then so I, I was actually kind of surprised when he's like, no, I want to take you. <laughs> so I'm I'm really excited now to be able to go I don't next week you. to go out to it. Kind of so. wish it was me, but okay. No, I'm and just joking. The place I work for gave me a, a Veterans Day pin. That for is my dad awesome. being uh, retired military and me working because civilian on base. Because ours, where I work now, like we're not in a really heavy military community anymore. No. Uh, and where I work, I'm the only person with any kind of like family that you know immediate family that's military, and I'd worked on a basis civilian for a little bit. So they gave me like the little Veterans Day pin they got for the store. Which I thought was just super awesome. Like, I think just, it is. made my day. I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. 
that is freaking awesome. So proud way of to my, go! Even, Shout out the sheets. Yeah, I was even more proud of my dad at that moment. Like, oh my, man, thank you. Yeah, like you're the reason. That was awesome. <laughs> so that was really cool. Yeah, but I'd yeah, say so. That, other than that, like I said, pretty calm week, which I'm okay <sighs> with. The weather wasn't crazy this week. Finally, mm. we actually got a couple sunny days. That was new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go kick us off with our first story. What are we getting into this week? All right. This is gonna raise a few eyebrows, but my story is about poverty being a choice or not. Right now, I'm still on the mindset of if you have a few eyebrows, that means you have three of them. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think of someone with three eyebrows. That's just like one big unibrow or... <laughs> three little caterpillars. <laughs> I'm just... I know this is... When I first started this article, I thought, how could poverty possibly be from choice? Who would choose poverty? But it's not exactly like that. It's not like, you know, a person had a choice. Would you like to be rich or would you like to be poor? You know what I mean? The choices are more like you came from an impoverished upbringing. Should you, did you raise above that or did you just go the norm? You know, yeah, it was more of that. So I picked a place, but this place is like any other in the United States. I just happened upon Nelsonville, Ohio. No special reason. Just it was a, a very poverty stricken place with the uh, mills and all closing down. Okay. That's the only, I mean, there's no like specific reason. So they have a poverty rate of 43.8%. Wow. Just to give you a little perspective, the average is only 15.4. Wow. So that's how just ravaged this little place is. It's not a very big town. It's almost three times the national average. Yes. Residents with incomes below the poverty rate in this area are 13.8%. So they're like well below poverty rate. There's like poverty and then them. Yeah. Average age with income below the poverty rate is 18 to 24 years old. That really struck me as odd because when you think of 18 to 24 year old, you think of I don't know, maybe in my head anyway, I think of a healthy young man or female and they should be able to go out and get a job and you know what I, I mean? I can tell you as someone that's just finishing that age bracket, no, you're broke as fuck. That's in my in my head though, that's just the way I was, you because know, one figuring it happen, out. And a great example <clears throat> of this is me and my wife. You either A, went to college, so now you're broke because you have all that debt, mm -hmm. her case, or me, you didn't go to college, you went straight to work, but everyone hires at this super low rate because you have no experience and you can't get a better rate, so you're doing this, but plus paying bills and stuff like that. So I could, I definitely, definitely see that, sadly. Now, <clears throat> of the average age of the income, 18 to 24, 58% of that is a female with no husband, but with children. Okay. So, I guess in these impoverished areas, a lot of unwed pregnancy is a big issue. And I can which see is that, what that leads me to I could definitely see, see. Where that 
hurts you in the poverty side too because that's a whole you're barely affording right. your life right. and now you're affording you and another life and so another, it just it, right. it puts exactly. you in that much more of a strain on everything. I was exactly well thinking off that when they too. first have a kid are, are hurting. Like <clears throat> for instance my boss at work, mm-hmm. she is well off. Um, she is not in the poverty line at all. She's been working for shit fifteen years now at the same job. And but even now, like she's having her first kid and she's like, I feel like I'm broke as a joke because there's right? just so many added expenses that you're sure. trying to get everything ready for. Yeah, oh like, yes. It just came out of nowhere. She's like, Whoa. Now the scientists have said the top reasons for poverty. They have five top reasons, and I'm gonna tell you the reasons and then my opinion on each. The first one, uh, the top, uh, one of the top reasons is poor economy. Now, yes. I understand it to a point, but I gotta be honest. There are hundreds of thousands of people out there who have came from nothing and worked themselves up to get out of there. So I think you can blame the economy. Only so much. Is it harder? Hell yeah. I think Can it be done? Hell yeah. I don't think they're talking about the economy as a whole as much as the economy of that economy of that place. Like if you take the town that you took, mm-hmm. you said Nelsonville. They're, they're sitting at forty three point eight percent, right? Right. So they're almost three times the national average. Okay, you're in a <clears> spot like that. Due to the economy, you're already at a worse head start. You can't afford there may there is you said all the mills closed, so there's right. no jobs to make a name for yourself to work up. Then you and, gotta work yourself up and out. Okay, but that's easier said than done. If it's such a hard community to work yourself up in and there's not a lot of jobs available, you don't have the money to move out to get a better job, to go to a bigger city or something like that. I'm I, not I it's can only but take I can that see where with that's... a grain of salt. Because I don't think where you're where you come from denotes to where you're going unless you're just like I don't even want to try and I'm just going with the norm and I'm yet another statistic in this town. I'm just saying I don't think everybody's there going to the norm but I could definitely see where that hurts like in that town for example mm-hmm. you said 18 to 24 is the heart is the biggest age right. gap of that poverty line. Okay, well they haven't been able to work themselves up enough to move out. Well, maybe then they ought to keep their legs closed. That's all. There's so much controversy on that, too. That's not always a by-choice thing. I don't know. I just don't think poor economy is an excuse for poverty. I think it only gets you so far. I didn't say it caused you to be poverty your whole life. I just think it, it does hurt and it definitely puts you behind the power curve i definitely believe it puts you behind the power curve and i think you do have to work harder than say somebody who came from a you know a, a nicer place in a suburb area i do but i think it's doable i just think people get lazy and then don't want to be it don't do it but anyway number two they say is lack of affordable housing i believe that one. Oh yeah I definitely believe that one because if you are from Nelsonville, Ohio, and say you have no plans on leaving the area or whatever, the average house there is $96,000. That's the average. The average income is 37000 
Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to raise a family, feed yourself, and have a house payment. Yeah. So I get the lack of affordable housing. I, I think that is you, a I'm big issue. I'm that issue right now. That is a very big issue. Having just moved up to this area, me and my wife are trying to buy a house mm-hmm. so we can get out from renting. and It's, it's difficult. It sure is. We, yes, most we're definitely. To agree. Out where's our money going? We were able to afford to rent there. You know, we have less now. How are we having trouble? You know, figuring out how we're going to afford a house payment. In this, but it just it, it's difficult. Right. I definitely agree with the that. housing in this area. If you want something that's not falling apart, literally, mm-hmm. is not cheap. Right. <laughs> if you there's more expensive things out there. Yes, but this is definitely right. not. This is above national average for a cost of what you're getting. I agree. If you buy a house you can afford, you're going to end up having to put all this money into it. Anyway. To be able to make it livable. And I'm not trying to make it sound like me and my wife are looking for this luxurious house. Oh, no, no. We're just trying to look for something that we don't have to immediately put money into because it's literally falling apart. And yes, some of them we are looking at literally have siding and stuff falling out. We're like, um, how's that for sale? That's... That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you want something move-in ready. That's it. I don't think yes. that's too much to ask for. So I do agree with the lack of affordable housing. Definitely. Number three is substance abuse. You know how I feel about this. So I just think um, that is brought on by self. So if you are in this under the poverty level because of it, it's really hard for me to feel bad for you. Uh, now, that one I do agree with. I'm not trying to say there isn't different scenarios and predicaments. Oh, no, no. But I will not, say not this, at all. that substance abuse is a choice. Yes. In my, in my honest opinion. In my honest opinion. I, of course, do not suffer from it, but I do have family members that do, and I believe it's by self-choice. Yes. Okay. Number four, lack of education. I believe this does play a role. Too many people are quitting school in whatever grade to help out their family, to go get a job to help out their economically struggling family. So they end up having no high school graduation, let alone any school upon that. It's hard for me because I couldn't afford to go to college. And I didn't want the... And I'm not here to listen to everyone say that, oh, get a loan, get a... I don't want that. I don't need to be in debt for the rest of my life just to prove that I can do a job. I don't like that. I'm sorry. I know that's not a popular opinion. What I like to do does not require college. There's a couple things that I like to do that would require some college, and I just can't afford it. And I would love to, at one point in my life, when I can pay for the classes. However, that being said, it's hard for me with a high school diploma, one that was perfectly fine, Mm -hmm. had good scores, but I have no college. And that puts me behind the power curve on a lot of things, solely because I don't have college. And they don't even look for, like, what you had a degree, and I'm like, well, I didn't want right. just to go for fun and to spend my money. Mm-hmm. I went immediately into working. So I'm sorry I don't have a diploma, but I have this many years' experience already. Right. And I will say that is difficult. Yes. No, I believe lack of education, in some circumstances, these people can't afford to go to school literally they have to quit school in order to get a job in order to help 
their below-income family survive. I find the, la- the, the education thing is such a catch-22. It is, most definitely. You are damned if you do and damned if you don't. Right. If you do it, cool, but now you're in debt the rest of your life. Uh, if, definitely. If you don't do it, well, cool, but now you're not going to get a job for the rest of your life. Like you're, you're, it's, it's such a catch-22 in so many ways. But just to throw this out there, maybe unpopular, but I'm going to throw it out there. When you have a lack of education, you can always go the route of the service. They'll make it available for you to ha- get your GED and then get further schooling. Yeah. So there's always an option. For some. Not everybody can join the service, though. I agree with that. Not everybody is service material, but I'm saying it's an option. Because I have one of my best friends would love to join the service and mm-hmm. has tried multiple times, but he physically cannot because of medical conditions. He physically is not allowed to join the service. No, that's what I said. It's not for everybody. I know that. I'm not crazy. I'm just saying it's an option out there is all I'm saying. Yeah. And the fifth one is medical expenses. I think this hits the elderly right where it hurts. This one makes me think of the elderly that are well below the income, poverty income level. Because medical expenses, unfortunately, there's not a good time that they can happen. And so such highway robbery when they can charge you. And this is for real. You can look it up. One hundred and twelve dollars for two Tylenol. What the hell? How does a hospital get away with charging you one hundred and twelve dollars for two Tylenol when you can go and buy a box? Yep. Or you can go and buy the off brand at the dollar store. I don't get that. How is that legal? How is that not monopolizing? Oh, I have no idea. I don't under... If somebody could explain that to me, how the government can get away with that, I would love to know. And here's what bothers me so much about medical expenses. Mm -hmm. I spend hundreds of dollars a month to have insurance, which is mandatory, Mm -hmm. which is all of this, which even if it wasn't mandatory, you need insurance. Oh, yes, definitely. And I still, when I broke my foot, had to spend almost $500. Yeah. And that's with my insurance. And I had good insurance then. Right. Like, how is that fair? How am I giving you so much money a month and I'm still out 500 bucks because I broke my foot? Not through anything of my fault. I was literally and at work, always... which thankfully got covered eventually, but still. Right. And there's always co-pays. No offense, but if you're so behind... The, 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 what am I thinking? If you're so below the poverty rate, how can you come up with the $50 copay? Yes. $50 is a lot for some folks. They can't just say, oh my God, I'm really sick, but I don't have that $50 right now. Mm -hmm. So you see what I mean? I, medical, I just want to know how the government gets away with this medical issue. I really want I to know. An average cost of a hospital at night to spend the night at a hospital is $372. That's the average. And that's not including any medicines that No, you get in that's there, not testing. including any of the extras. That's just, that's just being your bed. Staying there, yeah. What kind of hotel could you get for 370 a night? Oh. You see what I'm saying? Mhm. I want to know how the government gets away with this. I stayed in a four-star hotel once because it was a, it was a special 
treat to my wife before we moved out mm-hmm. here. And it cost, I want to say, 120 And it was a four-star hotel. One of the, not one of the nicest place I've ever stayed in my life. That's a good deal right there you had, and though, it was 120 like, the nicest in the city we were at, which was Omaha. And, I mean, it was, like, 120 or 150 when all was said and done for the room for the night. Like, you know what I mean? Could you imagine taking that? And, like you said, the 370 what you could get for that. Right. We stayed at a resort. You probably don't remember. It was Guam, so you were, like, three or four. But this place was, like... I, I think about 300 a night. It was a resort. It had like a, an attached water park. And I mean, it served you breakfast in your room every morning. You know, the the whole works. It was a beautiful, gorgeous, pampering place. And it was less than what the average of the hospital is. Mm-hmm. If somebody could explain the medical system to me. I would, or at least give me something to read about it. I've looked it up on the internet, but nothing really makes sense. So if somebody has a good article about it, please send it via our Facebook page. I would love to read yes. it. Facebook, Twitter, email, So any of that. that was my article on poverty, choice or not. I think in some cases it's a choice. Some cases it's not, unfortunately. Overall, mm-hmm. what is your overall statement on it? Do you, over, do you think it's choice or... Not by choice. Overall, I think it's choice. Because, see, overall, I'm going to say I don't think it is a choice. You don't? I, I understand. And the reason being is because I took your five points there and I kind mm-hmm. of listed it off in my head of going, is this this reason a choice, this reason not a choice, this reason a choice? Right. And I ended up with three to two in favor of not a choice. I see. I see what so you're saying. So, in my mind, I think overall it isn't a choice. I don't think it's I 100% think, of the time. Don't get no, me wrong. No, no. But that's and how I don't believe it's mind. a choice 100% yeah, of the time either. That's, that was the rationale in my head is I went. No, that's a good point. That's the way I think of it. I think it that is, is not a, good a choice. Point. In, and in you're my... a great person, and I don't want to out you too much here. and I, I'll let you discuss You know what you mm-hmm. want to discuss there. But you came from a very impoverished family when you grew up. Sure. So you do know firsthand way better than I do and and other people do a project of, of area how sure growing up impoverished affected you and didn't affect you and how you sure became above it and you know what I mean moved so you are a very good judge of that by you know firsthand you're not just saying that by reading facts so if anybody wants to try to argue that you know firsthand you're not arguing just the facts you do know i do the believe struggles and the you not struggles can and everything overcome else. poverty is it easy Hell no. But I believe you can. I just believe some people are too lazy to do it. It's a struggle, and I believe it's like, ah, it's so much easier just to do this, this, and this than it is to strive for more. That's just my personal opinion. Very. That was a very interesting opinion. That's one of the better opinions. I like that story. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, My first one is much more lighthearted. Actually, all of mine this week are pretty... Lighthearted. I don't know. I was just. I found a bunch of funny. You were in fun. the lighthearted mood. I was. Well, I told you I was well rested this week. I wasn't on. Fire. There you go. Out. See, oh, you was, were in a good mood. <laughs> My first story is Polly want to fuck off. <laughs> Love the title already. Thank you. Need a T-shirt with that. <laughs> I would so wear that. Okay, so there was a parrot trapped on a roof that kept telling a fire crew to fuck off. 
<laughs> Apparently, you go, bird. as great as firefighters are, not all animals agree with this sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> I love this article. Um, Jesse uh, McCall Parrot told the team who came up to rescue her exactly what she thought of them using language as colorful as her feathers, no less. <laughs> after being stuck on you a go, roof, girl. after being stuck on a roof in Edmonton, North London, for about three days, the London Fire Brigade came. Uh, with intentions of getting the bird down. They got closer to her. They had like a bowl of food waiting for her. They even had a nice towel that was all nice and fuzzy to you know, help her. And the parrot just kept yelling at them, fuck off. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> and they, the reason why they initially went up there and they didn't go up there the first couple days because... I mean, it's parent might just be flying. The owner wasn't right, too worried. Right. But after three days, they were worried that maybe something, she injured her wing or something getting exactly, up there. Exactly, exactly. Because yes. it's been three days. She was never like this before. So they were afraid that she was injured. But after yelling at her, or after yelling at them, again, multiple times, <laughs> fuck off, fuck off. Every time they what? got closer. Yeah. <laughs> she then promptly flew to another roof. <laughs> then to a tree, and then down to her owner. I guess zero they issue. should have listened and just fucked off. So she was apparently just up there having a little camping trip on the roof for three days. <laughs> perfectly healthy, perfectly fine. She was like, I need was some very, me time. Very mad at the RSPCA for trying to assist her. <laughs> that poor fire brigade never saw that coming. <laughs> What a story they have to tell, though. I mean, come oh on. Oh, my gosh, yes. They it, go home and their their wife be like, oh, honey, or husband, be like, what you do today at work? You ain't never going to believe this. <laughs> they did say that even the fire brigade people were laughing during Because, like, what else do you do? Yes. It's just such a humorous right. scenario. And then to watch her just fly away perfectly fine. Like, it's just <laughs> very humorous. So even they were stated as laughing throughout it because you just can't not laugh at that Amen. scenario. <laughs> Amen. Oh, uh, but that was my first time. I liked it. It made me, I'm sorry it was not near <laughs> in depth and... <laughs> no, that was good. I like it. I like it. I, I kind of want that bird. I just had to share that the parrot yelling fuck off. <laughs> oh, probably want to fuck off. <laughs> I like it. Let's go into package thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. I, and, I mean, now we're back into real package thoughts. We're not even on the themes anymore for yes. now. <laughs> so this is our first week back from all of our fall themes of October. Yes. And what do we have to kick us back off into our normal package thoughts? We have our X-Bars. I've seen these things by the uh, registers a lot lately. Different registers in different stores. They I have are, seen um, them more and more popular around right. stores. Right. They're, they ju the name of the actual bar is like RX bar, but they have written on the front exactly what's in them. Which I thought was cool, and then yes. I'm kind of worried because of the ingredients in here. I'm very yeah odd. <laughs> this one is peanut butter chocolate flavor, and it says on the front three egg whites, fourteen peanuts, two dates, and no BS. So how they got peanut butter chocolate out of egg whites? Well, I'm guessing there's more ingredients. You think? And maybe. I mean, I doubt by much, but maybe that's like the base of it, and then they add the peanut. I don't know. I don't know. That's so... I don't that's know. That's just... It's different. That's all. 
And now there's 15 different flavors of these RX bars. Really? Yes. I did not know there were so many flavors. I didn't either. Kind of mushy. Kind of like it. Um, <clears throat> I don't really like this much. It's kind of gummy. And, um, no, I don't like. Um, I really want to spit it out, but I'm not gonna. Oh my um, god, I'm trying to swallow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna take a drink. Sorry, I did not like that. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm sorry, Mr. RX. Yuck. I didn't see. I didn't hate it. I did. What I did not like was the texture. Mm-hmm. It's like I like chewy granola bars and chewy things. Like I do like that, but this, this one isn't was, like, chewy. It's like gooey. gummy. Was yeah, the perfect gummy. definition. The second you said gummy, I was like, "That's it." Ugh. It was super gummy and like almost hard to chew and eat. And this it started in 2012, and I think they should quit it. <laughs> and I don't know. Like I kind of enjoyed the flavor, but there was one flavor in there, and I couldn't pick it out. That was very odd it was like mm -hmm. almost the aftertaste not the full aftertaste but there was one flavor that kind of kicked up towards the end of the end of eating it that i did not like and Me i don't no know what like. that flavor was i didn't know like what part of it it was but there was something in there that i didn't like no hmm. that's the consistency of head cheese <laughs> oh. Gluten -free. that's really i don't like I don't even think my dog would eat it. Well, yeah. he eats cat shit, but so. Oh, that was um, a Not different. Not one of our winners. I don't believe I'll ever have another RX bar in my life. No, no. I didn't hate it. It still wasn't the worst. I did. The worst I still think was Hanky Panky. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd rather have Styrofoam right now. Better texture to it. I can't. No, no, don't get those. Yeah, that was weird. That was very weird. Not a fan. Sorry. I can't believe there's people out there that are. That was different. Mm. Huh. Huh. Okay. Now you know. So that'll teach us to go off the fall trail. Yeah, let's go back to fall shit. That was a good month. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know. We ended with candy corn. That's two in a row. Yeah, and that was... Wow. <sighs> Sound like I'm possessed. <laughs> I mean, you might be. That may not be a sound. That might have actually just been the inner demon being like, I don't like this. <laughs> Get it out of me! Satan be gone. <laughs> Why hast thou forsaken me? Okay. So, that was really bad. Uh, yeah. My next story. Hmm. Well, we'll just... Scoot right along, otherwise I'm going to barf on my microphone, and I don't want to. I feel like I don't have teeth anymore. They don't have edges. No, that, that right there makes you want to brush your teeth. That's what that does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I got me wow. another opinionated story. You are you way. fat, or are you big boned? Okay, this is really about obesity. You know, is it a disease? Is it not a disease? Okay. Okay. Now, U.S. is the second most obese country in the world. Rock on. We're not first. Go, U.S. Who's fatter? 
I don't know who it is. I should have looked that up. I was just so enamored with the second most obese country. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, wow, that doesn't really say much for us. Okay. But the thing is, is it a disease or is it a choice? Now, the pros on this say, It does fit the criteria of disease by causing impairment to your health. Okay. So they have a point. Yeah. They really do. One of the cons is, but it is preventable. So it's more of a side effect than a disease. Yeah. So they're saying that the things you get, like, say, the diabetes... Or whatever. I can I, I know there's many diseases you can have. And diabetes doesn't mean you can only get diabetes if you're overweight. And it's oh, number no, yeah. what two or whatever, however they do that. Type one or type two, depending. Yeah. Ugh, I still got the taste of that. Okay. See, I'm so, sorry not to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. But I, I had a look up to see what the top uh, Yes, I'm curious. very curious. And it has us as number eighteen actually. The U.S. is the 18th most obese. Well, the article I was reading the about the pros and cons of obesity had, set, just, had us at number two. Exactly. Like I said, what I'm do they have as number one? American Samoa. Okay. They do say the island countries are definitely more overweight. Like even if we were to go state by state in the United States, Hawaii is usually up there. And I will say, like, if you're reading this... A lot of these are. You have the American Samoa, Nauru, Cook Islands, right. Tokelau, Tonga, Samoa, Yeah, see, Palu, those are all the islands. All these are islands still, down to the Marshall Islands. Ten, I think, is the first one that's not an island, and that's Kuwait. Wow. So, and even after that, again, island, Micron- another one, Micronesia, Bahamas, Barbados. But, you know, you go right. down again, a couple more islands before you get down into other places that aren't islands. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, number two on the pros, they have listed as it does impair normal functioning of the body, thereby it's considered a disease in the medical community. So I could see that right there. It does impair normal functioning. But in my head, it impairs normal functioning of the body. While it does that, it was also self-brought on. Do you know what I mean? Yes, something like I look at it almost like a, a addiction and drugs. Right. It was it was brought on by unhealthy living, by something you did. Yes. At one point in time in your life, you made the subconscious choice. Right. And they say it does decrease your lifespan, much like a disease. That's true. Which is true. But the cons also say that many obese people, they have just as high a percentage of living a long and happy life as do somebody who's not obese. Yeah, depending on your right. genes. Exactly. Now, it's saying medical community does recognize it as a genetic disorder because it meets the criteria. So, in the medical community, obesity is a disease. But... It's the people who are against it say it's not a disease because it's the result of eating more than exercising. Yeah. You eat more than what you're more caloric intake than what, you know, amounts you burn, calories you burn or whatever. 
So what is your opinion on it? Do you think it's a disease or not a disease? Overall, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a disease, no. I do think that there are certain things that are diseases that could be contributing factors. Mm-hmm. I.e., if you have a thyroid disorder. Oh, yes, yes, most definitely. You are almost, you're almost bound to be right overweight. If there's a medical... I think that, in that case... That obesity is a disease. So right. I, in my opinion, I almost think there should be kind of like how in diabetes, there's type 1 and type 2. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that has nothing to do with what the diabetes itself is. It's a completely different scenario. Mm-hmm. It more depends on, you know, your insulin and stuff like that, what, what makes you type 1 or type 2. But I almost think kind of like how we have that differentiated because diabetes is so broad and there's so many different variations that you have to kind of categorize it. I think obesity should be categorized like that as well in the medical world to where it should be either a medical obesity or non-medical obesity or something of that sort, you know, kind of have it like categorized. One's medical obesity, one's non-medical. I can see that, yeah. One is obese because of these factors Mm -hmm. due to health and other issues that are going on. One is obese due to the fact of you ate too many Big Macs and never visited a gym in your life. I agree with that right there. So what is your opinion on, do you think being obese is hereditary? I do think... Do you think there's like a gene in your body? I do think that plays a role, yes. I I don't think it is the only cause, and I don't think it's not overcomeable. No. Kind of like the poverty thing we were almost talking about earlier in a way. But I do think that genes play a heavy role, and the reason why I say that is because a lot of it goes off of metabolism. And that is known to be hereditary. If your parents have a higher metabolism, chances are you are going to have a better, higher metabolism and vice versa. So I do think that plays a role in it as well. But I think that would also have to go under documenting the categorizing of it. Right. Of non-medical, medical, right. Exactly. Is it because both of your parents had super low metabolism because of this disorder? Okay, your metabolism is now low. Here's these issues. And then... I believe genes play a play a part to a point i think when they say hereditary and your genes or why you're like this i think a lot of it has to do with if you grew up in a household say you have two parents that are obese we'll just say that it is more you're not as i can't think of the words i'm trying to to think of if you have two parents who are obese the chances of you being obese will increase, but I don't think it's necessarily due to your genes. I think it's because it's more common for you. Obesity is not like an issue to you. Your parents are that big. You you love your parents, obviously. I'm not saying there's no reason to love or not love, but I'm saying they eat a lot of calorie foods. Maybe as a child, they served you a lot of high calorie foods or fried foods. But I foods. think that goes back into... That's mm-hmm. not hereditary in your genes. Right. They were they were not always obese. They made that choice and in, in the my category my category world where I like to have everything in the Oh, lists. I see. You think it plays that, a part if a parent is medically obese yes, in your I think okay. like if you were to have a low metabolism as a parent, mm-hmm. yes, you have a, a a worse shot now and I think that part is hereditary your metabolism and all. Understood. I don't think the sc- surroundings you grew up in counts mm-hmm. as medical obesity and calling it a disease. 
Got I it. think that is you're brought up poorly, or I'm not saying poorly as in love, and you know you didn't get. No, me, you were just brought up without the correct eating habits. You were right. never taught a healthy eating habit. I think that would go under non-medical because that's still you need to learn that as you know growing up. Right. Okay. I see your your and I agree with you actually a hundred percent. I think there's a medical obese and there's a non medical obese. I think it has to go case by case. Yes. I think it it needs to be defined differently. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because I think you're always gonna have this argument on these pros and cons on what side you're on, you know, oh well, these sides it's so a disease. No it's not, it's not a disease because of right. this. And I think they're both right. So right. I think it's such a broad problem and issue that I do think it needs to be categorized differently. So that way you either have the disease of obesity if you want to keep it as that name or mm-hmm. you don't have the disease of obesity because you're in this category. If that makes sense. Oh, it does. Very much so. That's the way I see it anyway. No, that's a very good point. I, I truly like your point of view on that. I'll be honest. Makes good sense. My second story is Arctic anger. There were two scientists in Antarctica where they... Who who got stabbed. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice. You kind of think of that as crime free, but go ahead. What happens is a scientist stabbed his colleague who kept spoiling the ending to books he was reading. (laughs) Which this story made me so think of my wife. She would kill him. I I don't blame him. Kill him. So there is two Russian scientists... And I'm going to butcher these names. I You think? We just know that. That's just a precursor. So we have 55-year-old Sergei Savtsy and 52-year-old Oleg Belogovzov. Nailed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and they often pass the lonely hours of their four harsh years together in this remote outpost. Oh, good lord. Reading. Would, somebody would get on my nerves if I was with them for four years. I don't they care. did what they did is they had like year long tours there mm-hmm. and they were on their fourth tour together they would so they would go down there for a year be oh, back home okay. for a little bit okay you know, so that like isn't a, as bad have then. like a back home time i see i thought you meant back. they went there so that was their, for four yeah, years their job was there but they would do their they would be there in years year long stints be able to go home for a little bit go back for another Understood. year okay. be home for a little bit i don't know how long i don't know if it was just like a you were home for a month or you were home for one on one off i don't know how that worked right right but that's how they work, and this is their, you know, fourth time they were together. So they spent four harsh years together in this remote outpost, and th- that's how they would waste a lot of time. They had a really nice little library at this outpost, and they would read. Okay. Because, I mean, there's only so much when you're doing science down there. Uh, you're exactly, literally yes. waiting for time a lot of times to see what happens here. Okay, you go do your readings. You got to wait. Mm-hmm. So on. Well, it suddenly ended, however, when Sergei plunged a kitchen knife into Oleg after getting angry over him continually telling him the endings to books uh, that he was or, or whatever book he was reading at the time. Oleg was life-flighted to a Russian station in Chile <laughs> while Sergei was sent back to St. Petersburg under house arrest no. for facing attempted murder charges. Oleg is reportedly not in danger or I mean in, uh, like he's right. not, his life Medical. is not in danger I guess I should say more so. Uh, in what is believed to be the first ever attempted murder in Antarctica. <laughs> I'd want to stab myself. If somebody kept doing that, myself. I would, I'm just saying. I thought of my wife with this because she's a very avid reader. 
she reads like a book a day type avid reader. I cannot stand when people spoil a movie or a book. I do. I hate or a that. television program. I can't stand that. And I could definitely see her tensions are high because oh, there's yeah. no one else out there. And the guy's it's being lonely. the dick telling him the ending to all these books. Your, your only solace in life right now is getting lost in a book for a couple hours. Right, and this guy's just ripping it right from you. You run into the little kitchen and make a sandwich, thinking, oh, I'm going to grab a bite to eat while I finish reading this book. And he's spoiled. God only knows the whatever book number he spoiled there. Oh. About telling him who would die in the book or how it would end. I'd have to shank the bitch, too. So, yeah, he well, he did. He plunged a kitchen knife into him. Uh, he's he's uh, being watched in St. Petersburg right now. He's going to face attempted murder charges. Gotcha. I'm with him. <laughs> I'm behind him 100%. Uh, so. I'll work his case pro bono. <laughs> Not that I'm a lawyer or nothing, but you know. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I guess I guess there's some semantics that fall into play there. There's that. I just, I thought it was hilarious. I can't believe that is the first ever recorded attempted murder. You can't believe... It's Antarctica. No, I mean, I believe that. I can't believe that one finally happened. Oh, that there was Yes, that there was a first. You would think that they would have more self-control. Like, you're scientists. Yes, exactly. I, you're supposed to be, like, above a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, And I put their ages in there on purpose. This is a 55 and 52-year-old man. This wasn't, like, some young punk that had, right. you know, anger issues. These are growing-ass men. Growing ass scientists. 55 and 52. Maybe they was hitting that vodka a little heavy. They are Russian. A little, little, little heavy on <laughs> the old on you vodka. We for your age because we do the old versus new, you know, old versus young, I mean, thing a lot. And they are both your elders. Yep. And they literally got so petty to <laughs> yes. stab someone over a book being spoiled. Yes. Agreed. Granted, I could see where the aggravation comes from. But, like, obviously... Maybe you should have just went with, time, like, the fat lip first. Or how about whenever he started this, I doubt it was just on this trip that he decided that this would be funny or whatever. Right. This is your fourth year together. Exactly. In this remote outpost. You think you might know each other by now. Like, you might know that, oh, hey, this guy can kind of be a dick. He's, he's going to be right. an asshole. Super smart guy or whatever, right. you know, like... Good scientist, great in his field, kind of an asshole when it comes to books. Yes. Oh, anyway, that's my second story. Today. I liked it. Arctic Anger. I liked it. I liked it. Arctic Anger. I like your title to it as well. Yeah, I got a couple good titles this week. I was kind of proud of myself for that. <laughs> I don't always get creative on that side. Sometimes I just can't get anything creative. All right. You know what that means. Yay. Yay! Actually, not yet, because that means it's coming to the end. Well, yeah, okay. And I was looking forward to this. I've been yeah, having fun. Right. I don't know. We had a suck-ass little meat. Okay. Uh, last clip. All right. My last clip is about a 75-year-old man from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay, they're not from the South. No, they're from Wisconsin. Yeah, but you, you gave him, like, this thick Southern accent, which is a horrible <laughs> accent, by the way. I don't even know what that was. But it was a horrible southern accent that you gave someone from Wisconsin who is essentially Canadian. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, Green Bay. <laughs> anyway, he visits the animal shelter daily, and he takes naps with the cats. Aw. This is a pet sanctuary that houses cats, and the cats are all cage-free. So they're all just roaming that. around the sanctuary. And he comes in every day for three hours with his own pet brush. 
He brushes the cats because nor most cats love to be brushed. Oh yeah. It's and um, after our cats love it too. Like even yeah. you just pet them, even if you don't have a brush in your hand, they're happy. Well, there's couches and seats everywhere that the cats are allowed. Of course, it's their sanctuary, so they're allowed on it all. And after he's done brushing them, he'll take a nap and snuggle with them. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? I, I think that is that. amazing. This, I want to live that retired yes. life. That's what I want to do. He when is I a retire. retired like gentleman, that. and that's what he does. That's what he likes to do. The staff there absolutely love him how could you not exactly they say he is a wonderful man an awesome volunteer he can tell you what each and every cat at that sanctuary likes and dislikes See, that's, that's how so well he awesome. knows the cats and uh he started off like posting pictures of the cats and him on the couches and stuff yeah on uh reddit i think it was okay and people were posting back, oh, that's cute, that's cute. And then they were asking him, you know, where are you getting all these cats? You're like picturing yeah, yourself you with like a different cat. Yeah, cats in your house? Or? Yeah. So he gave the name of the sanctuary that he volunteers at. And people have been given that, uh, that sanctuary just a lot of donations since this really? gentleman's been posting. Oh, see, that's awesome. So I just, he not only received like hundreds of comments about how awesome it was, the place received hundreds of donations as well that is so cool it's just a feel-good all-around story and i want to be this guy yes that is so awesome what do you do every day i uh go and nap with a cat i brush them for a little bit and then i take a snooze yeah I go help them out the ladies there say the cats so need this and they look forward to him coming every day the cats they all go running when he comes because they're like yes Pick me to nap with. Right. Cats love to snuggle. Most. Well, yeah. All right. For my last clip today, I have Lame Lands. <laughs> the top 10 most boring U.S. states. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Let me see if I can pick out what my number one most boring state. Okay, why you think of that, I'm going to tell you what they decided it on. So that way maybe that'll help your determining factor. Uh, they, okay, he, here's what they kind of like use as their basis for it. All right. Percentage of population over 60. Uh-huh. Higher is more boring. Obvious. Percentage of population over 15 that is married. Higher is more boring. Okay. Percentage of households with kids. Higher, more boring. Got it. And the population density. Lower, more boring. So they're trying to say, you know, okay, I think I got a place. Then if you're older or you're married with kids, you're not having as much, like there's not as many like nightclubs and activities to do because you're having, you know, you have more home time. And obviously, if your debt or if your population is not high, you're sitting at, you know, not near as many. I'm trying to think of like the word, not as many things to do around there. Right, not as many jobs. Not a big nightlife happening out there. Exactly. Got it. Okay, I have a place picked already. All right. Let's see if I'm anywhere on it. So, starting at number 10 mm -hmm. is Maine. Huh. Uh, they say that Maine is very, very old. And that is one of the reasons. It's one of my top picks for visiting places in the United States that I want to go to. They say oh it's, my gosh. while it is a huge coast state, mm -hmm. it's not really one of the ones you've ever seen in the news. When you think coast, you don't think of Maine. 
Even though it is giant coast, you're thinking California, right. Florida. It's more of a rocky crag. And Maine kind of is thing. home to the second oldest percent of population over 60 wow. in America. Okay, and Maine wasn't even on my radar. So, hmm. Maine starts out at number 10, and the population really isn't high. It's uh, 1.3 million. Okay, that's not very high. So, you got the next one whose population is 5.4 million, so we're going up in that side. It's Minnesota. So, there's a saying that medicine, uh, there's a saying in medicine that a test can come back as unremarkable, and that's a good thing for like a brain scan, you know? Oh, nothing's right. special. Awesome. Well, that's essentially Minnesota as a state. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Minnesotans. It was, it wasn't one of the ones that kind of even came out on the bottom of any of these demographics they were looking at, but it scored in all of them. Wow. It was just. There. Boring. Yeah. The North Star State was slightly more boring than average, with each criteria not really being overwhelmingly boring in any way. Yeah, all <laughs> so right. they say Minnesota I could, is the most blanket blah state there is. Got it. The next one is Montana with a population of just over a million, so even less than Maine and That was one of my choices. So <laughs> you can imagine Montana is full of old people. Mm-hmm. It's basically like Florida level of old people. And it's vast, isn't it? Like the area? Yes. Oh, yeah. Montana has a great amount of land. Very few people. Right, It's like right. Florida level of old people mixed with nothing to do. You don't mm-hmm. even get a beach. You don't even nope. get a fun, like, college town. There's nothing. No. Okay, this one was actually one of my choices in my head, so. At almost 3 million at 2.94, you got Utah. Utah uh, kind of sticks think... out like a sore thumb yeah. uh, because, well, it's basically a box of the chimney if you look at the state <laughs> shape to begin with. And it also has the – and it turns out that U.S. has – U.S. It turns out that Utah has the fewest percentage of people over 60 in America. So you would think that, hey, it's actually not going to be too Yeah, boring. it's kind of a hip-happening However, place. it does have the highest percentage of households with kids and the highest percentage of married people in America. Well, aren't they the Mormon? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. So you're starting to think, oh, it's not always, it's the youngest one out of this group. That's cool, you know, it's not going to be high. But then you start thinking it's because everyone is literally middle-aged families. And related to each other. Well, I mean, that, there might be that. There's actually so many households with kids that the distance between Utah and second place state with the most amount of kids, which is Texas, is the wow. same distance between Texas and the 20th placed Wyoming. Jeez. So, as they put in this article, and I think it's very true, there's not a lot of people doing anything on the weekends besides going to museums and church. Yes. Okay. <laughs> really boring area. Now, this next one, and this might have been one you were thinking, number six at 3.1 million is Iowa. Oh. No, but it was in my thingy. Iowa was. Iowa isn't boring because of all the married people with kids. I mean, they're, it, they they ranked fairly high on those lists, so I mean, Got they weren't like low, but it's boring because it's 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 old. <laughs> Is it really? The vast majority of the top ten is, mm-hmm. is old. Okay. Got um, it. But it's not like the oldest people in America old because that's Florida because we all know. Yes. This. Yes. Know this. But they just say Iowa is a very old percentage, and there's. I will say I've been to Iowa. Mm-hmm. There's no real big towns. There's nothing. No. It's, it's true. It's it's kind of a boring place. I could see that. Number five, 
Kansas at two point eight nine million. That was also on my radar. I could definitely, definitely see right. what I was like. I was, honestly thought that's what you were gonna guess. I had it down there. Yeah, yeah, it was on my radar. I admit it. What's sad is and you'll notice these Midwest states are essentially the same shade of dull. <laughs> it's I mean it wasn't any like topping in any of the categories but again it was very I don't dull. think we're in Kansas anymore just, Chodo just a bunch of flat land there's yep. not cities uh, the most exciting thing happening in Kansas is the barbecue I mean that's really all they got going for oh, got I'll agree. Barbecue. I have driven through had. Kansas very blah blah now, blah state you have Wyoming at number four they have 583,000 as their population. They don't even have a million. Nope. So there's literally nothing to do in Wyoming. I have visited Wyoming several times when we lived in South Dakota, and I absolutely loved it. Well, I mean, it's the second least densely populated state next to Alaska, which is, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Half (laughs) ice, so it's (laughs) half it's, you know, not even inhabitable. Uh, And while I'm using the term literally there, uh, I, I... does have a ton of weddings. It has the third highest rate of weddings in America. Wow. And plenty of cowboys. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why I liked it. But it's one of those states where you measure distance between uh, by hours, Ray not by horse. miles. Ride a cowboy. You don't go by, oh, that's like so many miles off the road. No, it, Wyoming's one of those states that, oh, that's only three hours off the road. Sure, we'll go there. Like, it's one of those kind of states. Number three is Nebraska at 1.8 million. Nebraska. What's that Lady Gaga song? Isn't that Nebraska? What? The one Lady Gaga song. She Maybe. talks about the. Okay, sorry. I don't know. <clears throat> Continue. Uh, I mean, Nebraska you, sucks. Got you it. You can basically think of Nebraska as Idaho light, <laughs> which like we'll that. get in later. It's the same. The same rankings kind of lasted there. There's nothing to do. The craziest thing in Nebraska. It occurs when you make a big bowl of chili and pair it with a cinnamon roll. Because that is a thing there. And let's Ew. be honest, how more Midwest can you get? Ew! Chili and a cinnamon roll. Ew! I I, I would give it a show. I mean, No, you yeah. put the chili over anything. the cornbread, bitch. I'll try just about anything. Okay. Okay, so the only other state that's going to be on this list under a million, just like Wyoming was, is South Dakota. 850,000s. <sighs> That shouldn't be on there. I freaking love you, South Dakota. Most people know very few things about South Dakota. You got Mount Rushmore. It's below North Dakota. And there's a bike rally. <laughs> and there's a corn palace at the other end. Yeah, in their capital, because that's the big thing. And 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 there's wall drugs. And there's and there's the unless, Badlands. Unless you like the rugged style of the Badlands, South Dakota's boring as hell. I freaking love you, South Dakota. I don't care what they say. And the number one most boring state I still is have a chance. 1.6 million in population, Idaho. Damn it. I missed. I said Oklahoma, people. A quick Google search of Idaho stereotypes lands you on articles that go into detail about how the state senators lived in trailer parks and that <laughs> people from Idaho eat meat and potatoes. Because so interesting. Love me <laughs> it some, does have the um, second highest percentage potatoes. of married people behind Utah. And it's a seventh place finish for both density and households with kids. Wow. So basically What's like the Idaho, big town in Idaho? Boise. Oh, okay. Duh. So we know that uh people in Idaho get all their excitement from getting down on the farm, essentially. 
getting down on the farm. Now, I mean, they do list all of them. Okay, but where's Oklahoma go? Because that was my choice for number one. Obviously wrong, but... Oklahoma's number 15. Well, dang, Oklahoma. I did want to pick out a couple special states here to see what their numbers are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missouri is -hmm. number 24. That's where I just moved from, so I was curious. I had to look up where I think there's a hell of a lot to do in Missouri. It fell about middle way. Okay. Well, and I will say this. There is a lot to do in Missouri, which is, I think, why it fell in the middle. But when they said the statement in there about how the Midwest has the same shade of dull, Mm -hmm. it's true. Where I, like, for instance. Missouri is kind of like the, it has, like, bookends. Yes, it does. And the two bookends are huge places, but then you have all those middle books that Uh are. Yeah. I mean, look at where I lived. Mm -hmm. There was shit all to do there. You had to drive the hour to Kansas City to do anything. But Kansas City was Kansas City optimal fun. was amazing. Yes. And I think that's why it landed in the middle, because there are a couple couple little spots in there. Mm-hmm. Like, you got Kansas City, you got St. Louis. If you go down south, you got Springfield. Oh, yeah, and However, the Ozarks and all. Ooh, exactly. However, yeah. take that line that connects St. Louis and, Mizar and Kansas City. Mm-hmm. North of that, shit all. There is I would nothing agree with that. Yes, sir. in the north half of Missouri. And there is very, very little... In the middle and southeast parts of Missouri. Agreed. You have the middle has Columbia and Jeff City, which Jeff City, while being the capital, has nothing really. No, no. Columbia I, yeah. is really only there because of Mizzou. Uh, Springfield, you got down in the southwest. That's where you get I kind of like Springfield. And, and that's where Ozarks, they all kind of yeah. run together right okay, there. Yeah, I kind of did like they that. They have a lot of touristy things. And then you got Kansas City and St. Louis. But that's it. So I, I, could, I agree with their middle... Middle ground. I don't think they were super boring, but I definitely don't see them as one of the fun states. Right. Okay, I can see that then. That that makes sense, actually. Back home, where I grew up, Georgia is Go. number 40. So Georgia made it into the, just barely into the top 10 side of fun states. I could see that. There's a hell of a lot to do in Georgia. And right above them is Pennsylvania. At Go number PA! So right where we're broadcasting from is number 41. Her, her. Uh, Wisconsin, I had to look up because my wife grew up there. Uh, she calls that like her home. That's where she went to high school and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's number 20. Wow. So that one's still pretty boring. Yeah, but I'm surprised it's actually even 20, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> uh, Alaska, which is where she was born, and I fell in love with Alaska. So I, I had to yeah. look that up. I had to look up Alaska. I have never heard a person that's been there say a bad word about it, but go ahead. Exactly. So, I, you know, I had to look that up. It is the 12th most important state, so it almost made the top 10 really? there. Which, in all honesty, I do see because I guess I could so... see with the desolation. Yes. Okay. There is no okay. big town. Like, what y'all would find a normal town here mm-hmm. is the biggest town they have. They have Anchorage and Fairbanks are their biggest towns in Juneau. Anchorage is the biggest. Juneau and Fairbanks are about the same. And none of their populations equal to what you would consider a big town in the lower 48. Okay, I, I could see that then, yeah. All right. So but, By their criteria, criteria, I could see it, yeah. But I do want to run down the bottom five of this list, which usually would be a bad thing, but in this case, it's, it's good. It's the best thing. The lower you get, the more fun Wait, your state is. let me think of what I think the happiest. Okay, got it. Go for it. Okay. So number 45 is Florida. Okay. So even though it's old, lots to do there, a lot yes. of single still. But a lot of weird-ass folk down in Florida. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number 46 is Maryland. 
which really? kind of surprised me. Okay, a little surprised. I kind of forgot that. Been to Maryland a thousand times, like loved that. it, but yeah. Because it is so small, but then you realize that that yeah. kind of helps in the predicaments in some ways. Okay, uh, Louisiana's okay. number 47, which really surprised me. I am stunned. Because I thought Louisiana, okay, cool, you got New Orleans, that's fun, but that's it. And I guess that is wow. literally it because it made it to 47. So I guess New Orleans is all there is. Well, well it is a, a definite party place. Okay, that surprised me. Go ahead. But then Nevada's not on that. Anyway, uh, Massachusetts is number 48. Okay. It has a hell of a lot of historical stuff. Exactly. And you got Boston and there's right. a bunch of universities up there. So you got all the singles and young. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, I can see yet. that. Uh, Rhode Island is number 49. Get out. Right? Okay. Rhode Island is the second most fun state, according to this article. All right. Just don't blink or you're going to miss it. <laughs> and the funnest state, according to this article, in the U.S. is New York. Oh, Piss me off. I did not. I said California. Number 43. Dang. Close. Okay. Well, I wasn't guessing New York because, no offense, but what else is really there besides New York City? You know what I mean? Well, I could see because you got New York City right there. Mm -hmm. That's giant. And then over on the other side, you got Lake Erie, like Albany, or not Albany, um, Rochester and all them. So mm. there is stuff to do there. You know, because you're on the lake. There's always stuff to do when you're on a lake and a coast. Yeah. But, and then you got a couple universities, like well, Syracuse true. in the that's middle of the true. state. That's true, right, but right. But it did surprise me, because then you still got upstate New York, which, while beautiful, isn't really what you would consider, you know... No, it's a lot of farming things. and ranching. Exactly. Like I said, while beautiful, upstate New York isn't really known oh, yeah. to have Gorgeous, yes. a lot of stuff going on. It's a bunch of small Drove towns. Drove through it on our way to uh, Canada. Absolutely gorgeous. Breathtaking views. I guess you got Niagara Falls side. It's in New York, too. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think of that. That's true. So I guess between their two right. coasts makes up for that middle ground yeah. where there is just okay. the scenery. All right. Well, geez. I was gone California, so. I could definitely see yeah. that. I was kind of thinking that myself. Yeah. Every, but again, I guess California is the same thing. Once you go north, that top half of California is just scenery. There's nothing. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Huh. Anyway, all right, gives you a lot to think about. Yeah, it was a fun article to read. I, there is I like no it. scientific like proof it. to those being the most boring. Oh or most no, but fun. they're cool. But it little, was fun. Yes, I enjoyed I it. it. It's my last clip. It's my show. Damn it. Amen. <laughs> I liked it. Good, good story. I freaking love them kinds. Yes, because I love trying to guess, trying to guess and, them. Yes. yes. As I was I'm reading out. it, I was trying to guess them all, and it was it was fun. I missed on both sides, so you know, yay me. I had a blast this week. I enjoyed all of yes. our stories. We had both the funny and the fun and the thinking, and then we had the opinion that made you right. really, you know, debate. And I loved good. my last clip. I want to be that guy. Yes, that is quite honestly retirement goals right now. I'm tell I would I would love to do that. Spend three hours volunteering at a shelter every day. Freaking would love that. In 30, 40 years, I hope to be retired and not have to work and be doing that. That is awesome. Way to that go, sir. That would be fun. If that's your dad or your grandpa, freaking give him a hug for me, please. Yes. You have the coolest grandpa Amen. ever. Loved it. That was fun. As always, go to our iTunes. Please mm -hmm. rate and review us. That helps yes, us yes. so much. I know it takes you that 30 seconds, but log on. It's make worth a comment, it to us, Hit please. that five star. 
truly helps us out. Yes. Uh, make sure you're talking with us on Facebook and on Twitter and on oh, email. Oh, yeah. Let's we open up check, a dialogue. We do check all of those things. We sure do. Make sure you share the shit out of us, like we say. Yes, sir. And have fun. Enjoy Amen. life. And Think never eat an RX bar. Yeah, I, yeah. Just don't do it, folks. Because they're expensive and they're nasty. That's the thing, though, is they do cost. And they, they do. They're really expensive little bars. You get this little teeny bar, and it's like two eighteen or two something. Yeah. And it sucks. I mean, I, I don't think it's as bad as you're making it out to be. I kind of do. But I don't want you to stab me like the Russians in Antarctica. So. Okay. I'm I'll try not to. <laughs> I won't spoil that much. <laughs> Oh, no, I had fun. Thank yes. you, as always. Thank you for listening so, so much. Uh, I had a blast. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you stab somebody? Uh, do you want a parent that tells people to fuck off? What is the most boring state to you? <laughs> you okay. know, little things. But no, in all honesty, I think you had some great, great stories for dialogue this week. Yep. I definitely want to know what other people's thoughts are. See if they agree sure. with me. See if they agree with you. Or even on that second one, we both agreed on the obesity part. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think? It should go case by case. So, case. And let's be that old man. Let's find a yes. way to do that. that we need more of them people. And you know what? Just like that old man loves pets, we here love pets. Amen. So make sure you spay and neuter your pets. And, and most of your relatives. Your relatives. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with them.